continue standing. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, God, for the victory that you have given and for the victory that we'll continue to give, Lord, God, in each one's lives. Thank you, O Lord, because today, O Lord, we shall once again, Lord, God, acquire the spirit of a giant killer, O Lord, that no giant will be too big, O Lord, that we cannot handle. No giant will be too big that you cannot handle, O Lord. Father, here we are, Lord, God, facing our giants, but God, we know that you are on our side. So we thank you, O Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to once again learn from you, Lord, to receive once again your word, Lord God, that will change us inside out. Indeed, Lord God, your word will never go back to you in vain, but it will accomplish its purpose in our hearts today. Father, we pray right now, Lord God, for this place, Lord God, just to really once again be sanctified by your blood, Lord. No weapon of the enemy shall prevail upon this place in the name of Jesus. Because, Lord, in this place, Lord, you will speak and your people will listen, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. In this place, you will sow in the hearts, Lord God, of the people, O Lord, and it will truly grow, Lord God. Father, even I pray, Lord God, that you hide me behind your back, Lord Jesus. Cover me in your wings, Lord. No glory shall be received by me, but all the glory shall be raised upon to you and you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a clap of praise? Before you sit down, can you tell the person next to you, I am a giant killer. The other, on the other side, tell him, I will kill my giants today. Okay, amen. So let's be seated. We're here last week. Can you clap your hands to who are here, to those who are here last week? Amen. How about, do we have any new visitors in the house? Can you just raise your hands if you visit us for the first time? Can you just wave your hands? Don't be shy. Okay, let's give them a big hand. Thank you to our visitors. Indeed, we always say this, that our visitors are what? They are our? VIP. VIPs. So we will treat them with the best in the wow. best way. Amen. Because I believe God is so blessed that you are here. And we believe that also God, that you will also be blessed that you are here. Tell the person next to you, I am blessed. So if you were here last week, we started a series. We entitled it what? I am a giant killer. Because we've learned that in this life, there are really giants. Amen? We have giants in relationships, giants in finances, giants in work, giants in the family. And we know and we have learned that these giants will actually teach us who we really are. Are you there? Because when there is a giant in our lives, we tend to discover that we can do the things that we thought we can't. Remember the story when, you, when there's a fire in the house? If there's a fire, though you cannot lift a fridge. But because there's an urgency, you can do it. Amen? Amen. That when dogs are running after you, you can run in the Olympics. That's speed. Because you're placed in a situation wherein the potential in you will come out. So that's why instead of being afraid that there are giants, we must be thankful that there are giants. Amen. Amen. Are you still there? Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Tell the person next to you, Bawal matulog. <laughs> are you there? So when we go to church, it's not time for us to sleep. Amen. Because it's so conducive for sleep. It's 1 o'clock on a Friday in a cool place, on a soft chair. Two minutes. Don't sleep. Tell the person next to you, don't sleep. And tell the person next to you, if I sleep, I give you the authority to slap me. 
Are you there? So we've also learned about the characteristics of, of a giant killer. That David is a giant killer. He saw the promise and not the problem. Because we've learned that we may look at the same things, but based on what we're looking at, that's where we evaluate how we look at those things. Amen? While others see a problem, giant killers see a promise. While others see when you are fired from the job and then others see it as a problem, but some see it as a promise because they said, okay, I'm out of this. There's something much better that God has for me. Amen? Maybe this is the time for me that I will build my own business. Are you there? Because you don't see the problem. You see the promise. And we also learned that giant killers are not discouraged by their critics. Because there will always be haters. There will always be bashers. There will always be spiritual firemen who would extinguish your fire. But giant killers, they don't get affected. Are you there? Tell the person next to you, don't get affected. You see posts on Facebook about you, don't get affected. Are you there? If you see people talking about you in the office, I'm not affected because I am a giant killer. And if I begin to listen to them, I might as well change, but I will choose who I listen to. So choose who has the power to speak over your life. Don't just allow anyone to speak to you what to do because you have to see if that applies in their lives. Amen. Because there are many people who tell, do this, do that, but when you look at them, you don't even see it. Wow. Are you there? Amen. Choose who you listen to. It's important who has the power and authority to speak over your life. Are you there? So it says here, every giant introduces a person to himself. Giants don't make you. Giants just reveal who you really are. Amen? People who reach giant positions have defeated giants. Kung wala ka natatalo, hindi ka mananalo. You can never win in a contest when you don't have competitors, right? You can never really tell that you're the first honor if in the first place you're the only student. You must in somehow... You must be defeating something to get to somewhere. So God is telling you right now, if you want gigantic blessings, then at least be prepared to face your giants. Because most of the time, we've been asking for blessings from God, but when God gives us blessings, He wraps it in a wrapper called giant. And as long as you don't face it, you will not receive it because your promised land is behind your giant land. Are you there? Amen. That's why right now, you don't run away from your giants. You face your giants because behind it lies the promise. Are you there? So now we go to point number three. It says here, giant killers are not overwhelmed by the challenges. It's so easy for us to be overwhelmed when things go tough and rough and when there's so heightened emotions, when there are problems knocking on your door, your first reaction would be to worry. But if you want to be a giant killer, even though problems knock on your door, you know you won't open it. Are you there? Giant killers are not overwhelmed by their challenges. Here we see David 
a teenager boy speaking to the king because the king was so afraid. Can you imagine this? The king was so afraid. The shepherd boy was so chill. Ang Cristiano marunong mag-chill. Relax! Calma. Are you there? In the first place, when there's financial problems, all we could ever think of, where can I get loan? That would be my first problem. When, when my boss fires me from work, our first reaction would be, how will I go back to the Philippines? What will happen to me? <laughs> and all your posts in Facebook are all sad. But it says they're giant killers. I'm not overwhelmed by the challenges that even David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine because your servant will go and fight him. Can you just imagine like this, for example, it's like this. I'm so afraid, you know Caleb? You know Caleb, the cute boy? He will be the one talking to me and he will tell me, Tito John, don't be afraid, I will fight. <laughs> That's how it was. A king being strengthened by a young shepherd boy. Tell the person next to you, don't lose heart. What is that in Tagalog? Don't lose hope. You'll never lose until you quit. You will never lose up until you quit. And you always remember this. You always miss the shot that you didn't take. You always miss the shot that you didn't take. I don't play basketball, but I know if I don't throw the ball, it will always be a missed shot. Because I didn't throw it. Are you there? Face your giants. Don't be overwhelmed. Relax. There are so many physical illnesses that is caused by stress. Do you know that ulcer is caused by stress? I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. And then you look so stressed and so sick. And you're all pale in your eyes. I'm so stressed. But you cannot kill a giant looking like that. We always say this, everyone has problem. Who here, who among you, you don't have problem? None. Look at the person next to you, he might be smiling, all that. But you just don't know what she's going through. You just don't know what the fight that he's going through. But he can still afford to smile. Because I'm a giant killer, I don't get overwhelmed by my challenges because my God is bigger than my problems. Yeah. Are you there? Because it says that when you always look at your Goliath, for sure you will fall. But if you look at your God, you know that your giant will fall. So just look at God. And there's no giant too big if God is your God. Are you there? Even the doctors will tell you it's impossible. But your God can tell you it's still possible. If your boss will tell you you're up until tomorrow, God can still do something about it. Amen. Amen. Just don't get overwhelmed by your challenges. Amen. And also it says here, giant killers build on past success and personal experience. Even when Saul tried to discourage David, David was so convinced that he is able to do it because he has a CV. Do you have a CV? How many percent are true? 
<laughs> As Christians, you don't lie on your CV, right? It's just what's really there, and then you would extend some, and Lord, just understand, God, I need this. But it says here, giant killers of build on past success and their personal experience. Saul was telling David, you know what, David? You cannot do it. You're just a shepherd. But David was like, no. I'm so sure that I can. Why? Because I was able to kill the lion and the bear. Because I was able to do it before and because God was able to do it before, God will still do it now. If God can do it before, God can do it now. It says in the verse, So Saul clothed David with his armor and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he has not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. We see here a boy that the king was trying to put him, make him wear all those soldier outfits. But he was telling himself, but I was able to accomplish it without those. Because the battle is not against flesh and bones. The battle is the Lord's. Remember how how faithful David was that when there's a lion that will eat the sheep, you know what David will do? He will he will run home. <laughs> the teenager boy, don't you dare eat my sheep. He will run as fast as he can, take the sheep by the mouth of the lion, kill the lion and the bear because God is his strength. And because God was able to see that this young boy is this fighter and is this, this super determined he know he can kill the giant. Are you there? May napanalunan ka na ba sa buhay mo? How many tests, how many trials were you on that you thought you couldn't make it through? But God, on the last minute, He made something happen that you were able to make it through that. Are you there? That because God will empower you. Because remember this, process will always come before the promise. Process will always come before the promise. David was asking, he was just eavesdropping. So, so tell me, what happens when, when we kill that giant? And the shoulder soldier was saying, whoever kills the giant, the princess, the daughter of the king, she will be his wife. And he will be rich because the king will give him money. And then his house will be free from tax. And David was, whoa. Why don't you go for it? David knew what the price was. So he was fighting for it. It says also here that process will always come. There will always be giant when you want to have a blessing. Are you there? Kasi mas masarap yung pinaglalaban mo. Are you there? Ladies. 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 You should be worth fighting for. Are you there? You should be worth fighting for. 
I'm speaking to the single ladies. Because the guy who sees your value will always fight for it and strive hard. Because he sees your value. So that's why upgrade your value. Are you there? It's not because he's cute, tall, dark, handsome, and then when he just winks at you, you wink back again. <laughs> Be someone worth fighting for. Even though you like the guy, don't show it yet. Are you there? Because if you know the value of that something that you're working for, you will value it even more. Because sometimes if it comes for free, it's easier for me just to throw it away. Are you there? That David knew it, that he knows that when he wants something, he has to fight for it. Tell the person next to you, fight for it. If you want to, if you want to be promoted, don't just sit down and smile at your boss. At least work for it and fight for it. If you want to have increase, then you have no, not fight for it. Boss, give me increase. Just fight for it. Because sometimes you are ready for the blessing, but not for the battle. Sometimes you are ready for the blessing, but not for the battle that comes along with it. That sometimes God, that's why God is saying, not yet. Because you're not ready for the battle just yet. So if you want the blessing, first and foremost, be ready for the battle. Are you there? Because again, as what I've told you before, I've been to the gym whether you believe it or not. I've been there. <laughs> but you don't go to the biggest dumbbell and just pick it. I can do this. You always start with the baby dumbbells first. Are you there? Because you cannot just go directly there. You will have to go through a process. Even Manny Pacquiao doesn't have to go to the pro level immediately. He has to go to the amateur level first. So that when he's in the pro level, he'll remind himself of the things that he've learned in the amateur level. That's why Jesus, God saw that David was ready for Goliath because he saw that he was able to overcome his lion and his bear. If you're crying over your lion and your bear, how can God give you your giant? Are you there? If you're crying over the amateur things, how can you be ready for the pro level? Bible study time. Are you there? You must be ready for the amateur. And then when there's an amateur level, at least be ready to fight for it. Because you cannot be grade 2 if you don't pass grade 1. And you don't send a kid to the school in kindergarten and then he begins to learn at kindergarten X over Y to the power of square root. Of course, he'll be overwhelmed, but he first has to one apple plus two apple equals three apples. And when he's so good in counting his apples, he's being brought to the next level. So don't you forget that in this life, battles and fights will always be there. Because you will move from one glory to another. And if there's a price, there must be a battle 
tell the person next to you, game ka na ba? Game ka na ba? God will send you your bears and your lions. And when they are there, fight for it. You know what, you know what, you know what, why David was so, was so, was so courageous? Because he said, maybe in his mind he was saying like this, the head of the lion is this small, I was able to target it. The head of the bear is this small, I was able to target it. Right now I have a bigger target. It's a bigger target. Even if I miss just a few centimeters, I'd still hit it. Because it's bigger this time. You are able to defeat your smaller problems. Even the bigger things you can. Amen. Even the bigger things you can. Amen. Nakaya mo noon, ngayon pa ba? Tell the person next to you, ngayon pa ba? It also says here, a giant killer does not pretend to be someone who is not. You know what? You're the best version of yourself. Do you believe in that? Yes. And you are the worst version of someone else. You are the best version of you and the worst version of someone else. Sometimes, Sean, oh, I wish I could just be like him and like him. But God designed you and made you to be who you are. That you don't need to be someone else. That is where insecurity comes in. I wish I had a hair like her. I wish I had a relationship like her. You are the worst someone else. Because God designed you in His image. Therefore, you must shine your own light. Amen. Are you there? Amen. Tell the person next to you, shine. Shine. And don't be someone else. Here. This is the verse also. It says here, So Saul, because, because David was so ready to fight that he was beginning to tell Saul, I will fight. Come on, king, let me fight. And the king was so, even though he was apprehensive, he said, okay, you can fight, but first, let me make you wear my outfit. So imagine David this small, and, and Saul, one of the tallest guys in Israel, made him wear his armor. That was big. David bring this, and David was like, he put a bronze helmet on his head. Imagine it's not going to fit in. Because Saul has a bigger head than David. Can you imagine how David would look like? He's looking like someone who wears his daddy's clothes. Have you seen someone? Like they will wear not yours. They will really look funny. So David, instead of him fighting, he was like all like this. Hey king, that's not me. That's not me. Because for me, I don't need all those. Because with God is on my side, there's nothing going to be ever be too difficult for Him. Amen. Are you there? Because sometimes, the challenges in this life will change you. Sometimes, when you've been in too much heartache, you begin to change. And you always say, It's para Are you there? When you've been in failed relationships over and over again, you begin to be someone that you're not. When over and over again, you can't trust people, you begin to be so distrusting. When over from time and time again, you always hear that you're a loser, 
that your destiny eventually change. But God is saying, giant killers, don't pretend to be someone who they're not. Because sometimes we allow the voice of the world to dictate who we are. Especially when it's over and over and over again. Let me call Paul. No, this is not rehearsed. Stand up. What if I just punch Paul like this? Is it painful? <laughs> Is it painful or no? No. But what if I do this every time? Even when he eats, I'll do this. Even when he sleeps, I'll just be there. He goes to work. It will not hurt in the beginning. But if it's over and over again, eventually this will bruise. That when someone holds it and touches it, even without the intention of hurting him, he'd get hurt. <laughs> Are you there? Sometimes the word of the people around you seems to be harmless at first, but because you just hear it over and over and over again, it becomes a bruise. And then later on, when somebody touches that part, you begin to hurt. And you begin to be angry. But if not, we just use this word. Let me just use this word. But if you grow up hearing the word, kasi tanga pa, tanga pa kasi, kasi ganito pa kasi. And you grew up to be like that because you allow that word to change you. And when you go to school, somebody just jokingly, hoy tanga, sinong tanga. <laughs> Are you there? That sometimes we cover that area in ourselves that hurts. Because you don't want others to touch that part. But right now, God is telling you, I made you in my image. Amen. Don't be someone who you are not. Amen. Don't allow the difficulties of this world to change you. Amen. Because sometimes people will tell you what to do, who you should be. But always remember, your identity should only be in Christ. Amen. Because David, Saul was trying to make David Saul. By making him wear Saul things. Because you know what? Saul cannot afford to believe that God can do something new. That's why he's making David wear something old. But I believe that there's going to be a new anointing upon your life. Are you there? That God is creating something new. Because the new and the old cannot sit together. If God is telling you that I'm going to do something new, believe it. Because you cannot pour new wine skin, new wine to an old wine skin. It will break. Do you want to be someone new? Do you want to be who you really are? Your identity is in Christ. Amen? Amen. You have to break your old mindset. Tell the person next to you, break your old mindset. Break your old mindset. And also, it says here, a giant killer faces the challenge with a higher purpose. You know Miles Monroe? Dr. Miles Monroe, the late Miles Monroe, he said, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without purpose. It's not death. Maybe you're still alive, but you don't really know what your purpose is. That's gonna be tragedy. That's gonna be tragic. Because something that doesn't have any purpose, what will be that for? 
not. Even there are things that we use not for its right purpose. Say, for example, you're giving an old man iPad, he would think it's a chopping board. <laughs> He'd begin to chop on your iPad. This is really cool, you know? It has light on it. When I chop, I will see it better. <laughs> What's the English for sayang? Sayang. You know what the English of sayang is? That's the best way I can explain what sayang is, right? You're giving someone something and they don't know what the purpose is. They'll use it for something else. And when you begin, what did you just do with the iPad? Sayang. So, when God looks at you, will He really shake His head and say, Sayang. Don't be a sayang. Because the richest place in the world is the cemetery, because inside it are potential that never came out. You have to die empty. Ubos na ubos. Wala na akong maibibigay pa. Na ubos ko na. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, ubusin mo na. <laughs> when God called you out to be a preacher, then preach. When God called you out to be a worshiper, then worship. When God called you out to be an evangelist, then evangelize. Don't say, I'm still busy, maybe next time. What if wala na next time? If God is telling you to open your house for a Bible study, then open it. If God gave you that anointing to cook and then cook, rather than being a scion, are you there? When you have to give it, at least you give it your everything that you give it your all. It's the same. It's the last time we're going to give it. Amen. Because giant killers, they have a higher purpose. David knew what his purpose was. It's very hard to fight in a fight that you don't really know what the purpose is. It's so hard. Maki baka, maki baka. And then you would be asked, anong pinaglalaban mo? Because a person who knows his purpose doesn't quit. Because if he gets reminded, why are you doing what you are doing? That yes, life may be tough, but if you know what you are fighting for, then you still wake up even though how bad the body pain is. You'd still wake up and say, because Lord, this is my purpose. Are you there? Because who among you here, you don't love to go home to the Philippines or to your home country. We all love to. It's just good in the beginning. It's just fun in the beginning, but when you already have your picture of Burj Al-Arab, Burj Khalifa, and all those pictures, and then when you go to the sad reality that home, no matter how topsy-turvy home may be, but home is still home, that there will be times that I really want to go home already, that why am I doing this? But if you remind yourself again why you are doing this, even though no matter how tired your body is, you'd still wake up and ask yourself, para kanino ka pumabang? Nest cafe! Because if you don't have the reason anymore, if you don't have that purpose anymore, there's gonna be no more drive why you are doing what you are doing. If Jesus didn't have a purpose, maybe on the first time that he fell on the cross, he could have said, I just quit. 
But because God knows that he was doing this for you, even though he fell three times, he would still stand up and he would think to himself, just maybe, para kanino ako bumabangon para sa inyo. Are you there? So that no matter how hard you may fall, you will still stand up. Because you would remind yourself that, Lord, I have a higher purpose. There's this song, it may not be a Christian song, but it says, everything I do, I do it for you. Are you there? He said, look into my eyes and you will see what you mean to me. Are you there? You may ask Jesus, why are you doing what you are doing? Look into my eyes and you will see what you mean to me. Search your heart. Search your soul. Yeah, and he ends to say, because you know I do. I know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Because that was the purpose of Jesus. That's why, even though how painful it may be, he was still continuing to fight because you are his purpose, because you are his victory, because you are his reason. And I hope we can also have that. Why are you keeping your virginity? Even though the world is telling you, I just heard this actor say, Hello, it's already 2017. It's okay to live with someone that you're not married to. Duh, it's 2017. But people with purpose, no, it's 17. She said that during 2017. Are you there? Why are you being so honest? Why are you still going to church? Why are you still giving your time? Because you know who you are fighting for and what you are fighting for. Amen. That when there's a reason, it would be easier for you to fight. Amen? Tell the person next to you, find your purpose. Find your purpose. And your purpose is in God. Amen? We go to the second to the last. Giant killers are eager to win. Say to me, eager. Eager. It says here in the verse, As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Can you just really be animated right now? Like, slow motion. The giant was like, And David was like, He was so eager to win because he knows he'll win. If in a fight that you know you will win, you will fight even more. Amen. I have shared this in the, in, the, in the Bible study last Monday. That when you know that maybe you're joining a beauty pageant and the judge is your Nino. <laughs> and the chairman of the board of judges is your Tita. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I won't go there. I'd still go. Because for me to win, I'd still have to fight. But I'm fighting with winning in mind. Maybe when I know, Tita, Ninong. Maybe when you walk on that stage, you'd walk even more. Maybe you'd smile even more because you know this is a sure win. And do you know that who the judge is? God is. When will even God allow your problem to overcome you? When? 
that even at that time when God was about to choose Jesus over you, He chose you. Then what makes you think that God will not choose you now? Are you there? Okay, lang ba? Giant killers are eager to win. It also says here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. Let me just go to 14. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Press on. Tell the person next to you, press on. Go to the light. Press on. Because as you don't press it on, it will not really turn on. That no matter how difficult the fight is, but you will continue to press on. God will see how that, that eagerness, that Lord, I'm sakit, sakit na, pero gora lang, push. Lord, I've been hurt many times. Lord, I've been rejected by employers many times. But God, I won't stop. Because I'm eager to win. I will forget what's behind. I will strain to move forward on what's ahead. And I will choose to press on. Are you there? Even though you're brokenhearted, you'll press on. Even though you're financially broken, press on. Are you there? Even your employers are not really that nice to you? Press on. Press on. Because again, quitters never won. I haven't seen a quitter winning. I haven't seen someone from school who dropped out in the middle of the school that during graduation he was given a medal. Congratulations. (laughs) Because you need to press on. Because you should be eager to win. There was this story, and there was this guy who loves to play football. And all this time, in the football field, he's always the bench boy. You know the bench boy? He always claps, you go team, go team. And always his father would look at him playing. But he never actually played. Until one time, for one week, the boy didn't show up in the games. After one week, he came back. On the finals, he told his coach this, you know what, coach, you have to let me play. And coach was like, um, no. But you have to let me play. But no, I cannot. But coach, you have to really let me play. But the championship is at stake. My reputation is at stake. I can't allow you to play. But he said, but just let me. So he let the boy play. The boy played like fire, bam, 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 bam. The boy was the MVP at that time. They won, and he was so happy. And the coach was beginning to ask him, Son, come here. Wow, I didn't even know that you can do this. Why were you playing so hard? Why were you so eager to win? And he was telling his coach, Because my, my papa is watching. And so the coach actually looked at the same spot where his papa always is. He didn't see the father. But but your father's not there. I'm beginning to see saying, um, because coach, I didn't tell you that Papa is blind. And four days ago he died. And this is the first time that he's actually looking at me play. 
this is the first time that he's actually looking at me play. That's why I must win. Because Papa is watching. In this life, Papa is watching. But God knows it's tough. God knows it's hard. But because you have the clouds of witness looking at you, it may be difficult. It may be so hard. But just like, I Lord, this is me. Oh, I'll play hard. Even though no matter how difficult that may already be, even though how tired is hard to already be, but God, I'll be eager to win. Because you're watching. Tell the person next to you, God is watching. Because God is watching you. Give it your best. Because God is watching you. Give it your all. Because you know what? A victorious warrior is always wounded. You can never be in a war winning it without wounds. You may have wounds, but you'll have the victory. Because you are a giant killer. Because you are a giant killer. Tell the person next to you, I am a giant killer. And lastly, it says here, giant killers take those around them to a higher level. To the next level. Let's just read the last verse. It says here, reaching into his back and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck to the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. The sound was boom. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the scabbard. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath and to the gates of Ekron. Their bodies were strewn along the Sharaim road to Gath and Ekron. As we begin this story, we saw how fearful and how afraid the, the soldiers were, right? They won't dare fight until a David came along bringing his cheese sandwich to his brothers saw Goliath and said, I will never allow anyone to ridicule my God just like that. Amidst the discouragement, David said, Lord, we will do this. Slow motion, he went to Goliath. And some would say, David had no faith. Why? Because he took five stones. If he had faith, he could have brought just one stone. But one scholar said, nope. Because aside from the fact that Goliath has brothers, at least David's ready for it. But God is saying, you may just need one stone to fight your Goliath. 
But I'll give you more than what you need. I'll give you five. I know you, I know you will defeat your Goliath with just one. But for you not to back out, I'll give you more than what you need. So here I am. Sling. At that time, it was a target. It was, it was a sure target. Because it was actually the hands of God holding onto that stone. That even though Goliath would do like this, the stone would do like that. <laughs> Are you there? Because you may not know. Because it is the hand of God. When the hand of God is at move, one thing is for sure, your victory. Because if there's one thing that God can't do, that is to fail. He will never fail. So that's why when the forehead was almost there, God's I was like, When the Philistines saw that their giant was dead, they began to be so afraid. And the soldier, the Israelite soldiers, in the beginning of the story, they were chickens. So afraid. Right now they're going to score. We can do this. And they began to fight. Whether you like it or not, someone is looking at you. Humuhugot ng lakas kanin sa that's why you cannot dare to be defeated. Because there will be people looking at you. You may never know. But in this church, you may never know. Maybe someone is just looking at you. And as that person looks at your victory, he will also tell himself, God, if you were able to make that to my brother, he will be able to make that in my life. Amen. But God, if you were able, God, if he was able to overcome his struggles, Lord, I can. I also can. That Lord, I know before he's just sitting down, but right now he's already preaching. Lord, I also can. When you fight your Goliath, you're not just fighting for your life. You're not just fighting for yourself. May mga tao mananalo dahil pinanalo mo ang laban mo. Are you there? Because you will take them to the next Level. Tell the person next to you, next level. <laughs> Are you ready to kill your, your giants? Are you ready to kill your Goliath? Are you willing to say that I am a giant killer? Can you tell them to yourself, I am a giant killer? I am a giant killer! Well, among you have giant killers in finances, you will kill that today. Amen. Can we call on the healing the worship coordinator said, love me this time, I'm under time. <laughs> Are you there? And just before, just before we close, just before we close, do you want to have the spirit of David? There was just this song a while ago. It says, I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind the God of angel armies is always by my side and he begins to say whom shall I fear Lord whom shall I fear maybe for so long for 40 days you know what Goliath was taunting and mocking the Israelites for 40 days he was threatening them for 40 days 
until David came. How long have how long is your giant hunting you? Kaya mo yan, kaya mo pa hindi nasuko ka na. Uwi ka na. Loser. Maybe you're finding again your marriage. You think it will really work? Hey, come on, face the reality. It won't. Ikaw yaman man ka. Goliath was that. That's why David was so angry because he, he said, no, you cannot say that. I don't know what your Goliaths are. But maybe it's always been telling in your ears that you will never, you will never be delivered in counting and mo. Right now, once and for all, stand against your Goliath because you are a giant killer. Because Papa is watching, you will not go home from this place still becoming a loser. You will go home as a giant killer. You will go home as a giant killer because the God. Of angel armies is always by your side, and the enemy cannot handle it. The enemy will not be able to handle it. Don't fear. Don't fear. Tell the person next to you, don't fear. You are a giant killer. Are you ready right now to kill your giants? have all the giants in front of you. The giants of relationships, the giants of family troubles, the giants of sickness, the giants of inferiority, they will all come, come tumbling down right now. They will all come tumbling down right now. Because you will go home victorious. You will go home victorious. Let's all be sad. 